Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. I always look forward to our catch-ups with our Open House culture gurus, I'm sure you do, and when it comes to our film critic Ben McKechn, he not only gives us some top recommendations for must-see movies, he might actually save us a bit of time too, <laughs> steering us clear of the duds. Ben, welcome back. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Beasts of the Southern Wild, Ben. Sounds interesting. What's it all about? It does. It does. Uh, it's about a six-year-old girl, who and her name's Hush Puppy, if you can believe it. Hush oh, Puppy, really? six-year-old girl. She lives in these um, quite, kind of almost like rustic backwater bayous, in this in this area south of New Orleans, New Orleans in the states, hmm. so she lives in this kind of bayou swampy area with her dad, who's a drunk. And across the course of the film, we see Hush Puppy trying to survive the effects of of flooding, and also there's this kind of fairy tale element to the story about these the mythical ancient creatures that seem to be bearing down upon her community as well. But basically, this is the story of survival of a six year old girl trying to fight not only the elements, but her father's inability to look after her. So it's a fantasy drama. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it, fantasy drama. I, I, definitely, that's exactly what this is. Um, and this film won a lot of awards around the place, uh, got a lot of attention at the Cannes and, the, and Sundance Film Festivals last year. On that Rotten Tomatoes reviews site that you see online, it, it's, aver- it's at an average of 85%, which mm. means that the bulk of reviews, the vast majority of reviewers really like this movie. And it's at its praises sung all around the place. When I went to a screening of this, I was with Mark Hadley. Mark Hadley was at this movie. And so was my fiance Amy. And the reactions between the three of us, Mark couldn't stand it. Oh. Amy really liked it. And I'm the guy sitting on the fence in the middle. Wow. So why do you think it's got such a good reception? It's striking to be a universal tale of the triumph over adversity. And the young actress who plays Hush Puppy, whose name I am going to get shockingly incorrect, so I (laughs) apologise to everyone at home who has to listen to me try to pronounce this little girl's name. Drum roll. Um, uh, It starts with a Q and ends with an E, and it's got about 10 letters in between, so I don't think I'll even try to pronounce it. (laughs) We'll Google it. Quevenzane Wallace, I think her name is. Wow. But uh, she's tremendous. So watching a little girl try to defy the odds and to survive, I can understand why people gravitate to a story like that. And and she is amazingly watchable and got a just She must have been five when she made this movie, this little girl. Just amazing to watch her run around and, and do her bit. So she's quite feisty and quite endearing. I, I think a lot of people are, are latching on to that. The issue that Mark had with the film, and I agree with him on this is that the the sort of the worldview that this movie is presenting is hopeless it just it is without hope and he was particularly struck by how awful a model uh hush puppy's dad is so the father his inability to do anything remotely like what majority of people think a father should do and how he should care for a child and look after a his parenting is shocking, and it's basically because he's a drunk and he and and really tries to teach his daughter to fend for herself, kind of, but basically just leaves her to fend for herself. So, can we that's, learn a lot about life through it, or learn much? Well, well, that's the thing that the film wants to do, and this is the bit that Amy picked up on. So, going now to the more positive side, Amy wasn't trying to suggest to anyone uh, <laughs> to trying to suggest to us or now to listeners out there that you should take. Uh, take hold of the worldview of this movie and run with it. But what she was struck by was that this is focusing on a particular community in a particular time and a particular bunch of people, and this is how they think. 
Okay. And she was quite fascinated by, like, the life is shocking and hard and really difficult, but there's this fantasy element going through and this little girl trying to fight against it and survive that Amy was quite struck by and really taken in by. And she felt a lot of empathy for this character of Hush Puppy. So I'm then in between. I can see what both of them are saying, and I think the reaction I had to the film actually was pretty much down the middle. It's been an interesting journey for the film itself, primarily just played at film festivals, and then it was screened more widely. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's definitely um, an, an artier, an, an arthouse movie, but it's one of those that um, I dare say a lot of your listeners are going to start hearing more and more about. That's um, why I thought we should talk about it. It's the yeah. kind of movie that... It's not the sort of movie that's going to get the attention of The Dark Knight Rises. It's, no. it's never going to be anything like that. But it is the sort of movie that gets a groundswell of support behind it, and there will be a lot of good word of mouth about the film. The thing I'd be suggesting to uh, listeners about the movie is, at the very least, think about the worldview that this film is promoting. And there's a lot of narration in the movie, and some of the lines in it are just striking. This Hush Puppy says stuff like, everyone loses what made them, everyone loses what made them, but it's the brave people that stick around and watch it happen, and they don't run away. Mm, So basically, everything's going to crumble, don't run away. That seems to be the message of the movie, but everything is pretty much bound for destruction. Dear. Okay. Yeah. I don't know whether it's got your tick, though. No. Well, go back to the bit where I'm sitting on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. so, so, look, there are elements I liked about it and enjoyed about it. Um, I'm definitely not as positive as Amy, who really got engrossed in it. I can see why Mark recoiled from it, and particularly what it says about parenting. It's just, it's just awful. But I was also struck by what he found in the film, which is the lack of hope. And as, um, as three Christians sitting in there watching this movie about a young girl trying to survive, we found it particularly difficult, all of us, even Amy who enjoyed the film, really, really difficult to watch something that basically you're watching people who think the world is just crumbling, crumbling away, but there is no hope, yes. no hope at all. Okay. So all you've got to do is fight. And as a bunch of Christians who believe in the Bible, believe uh, God is who he says he is through the Bible and what he's done through Jesus, the hope, the hope that comes through Jesus, all of us were struck by that. Ben McKeggan, as always, thank you so much. Mate, my, my pleasure. And hopefully next time I'll be off the fence. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.